It's time for the big show with Andy Gallo and Country Jim. Well, we made it back to another program here. On We're the, here. You're here, man. How are you doing this morning, by the oh, way? Oh, man, I feel wonderful. And you, uh, and, well, kind of. and you had breakfast again here at the... Uh, yes, I did. At the Gallo Manor. Yes. You know, there's a popular restaurant around called Waffle House, and uh, I've eaten at Waffle House many, many times, Nashville, Tennessee, Houston, Texas, and uh, parts between here and Florida. Right. And of all the meals that I've ever eaten at Waffle House, you know what I've never had? What's that? Waffles. Waffles. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. But at your house today, I had a waffle. You did. They were good, weren't they? It was really good. They're the protein uh, waffle. Protein waffle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my son, he's he's a bodybuilder, so yeah. that's what he, he eats all that kind of. Well, we'll see what he does to my body, but it's your taste. <laughs> Is that going to change? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> It'll take the sag and take the sag right out of you, wouldn't it? Well, I'm glad we could. I've uh, got a furniture bill, and my chest has fallen into my drawers or something. <laughs> <laughs> Some old joke. Write, write that down so we can remember that. That's a good one. So well, what are we doing today? Well, today I thought, I thought we'd uh, reminisce a little bit about um, TV programs that uh, I know I grew up with. Uh, every Saturday night at at, uh, at the house when I was a kid, we That's would. In, uh, that was in Montgomery County, Texas. It was, uh, yeah, actually it was in Willis, Texas. Yeah, Willis, Texas, USA. For all those people in China and Canada and Norway. Yep, we would on Saturday night we'd gather around the old picture tube, which that's a rarity. You don't see picture tubes anymore. No, was it? Uh, was it black and white or color? Or I believe at the point Daddy had. Uh, my dad worked on TVs and radios, and to him, getting a color TV, which we did in like 1966, I believe it was, was like us getting the internet back in 2000. Big deal. Oh, boy, it was a big deal. So everybody came to the house to watch color TV. And we would gather around and watch programs like, you know, the Dale Reeves Country Carousel, Pop Goes the Country, well, as you know, I'm I'm quite a bit older than you. Well, not a whole lot, but just some, a little. Some older. And uh in Tennessee where I was born and lived till I was about 16. Um we had one of the first TVs in the neighborhood and it was of course black and white. And uh we got there was a local TV channel in Jackson uh WTJS. And uh they had Lester Flat, Earl Scruggs, and the Foggy Mountain Boys, a bluegrass band, came over from Nashville for six months. And then uh, the other six months, they went to Wheeling, West Virginia, I think, someplace. And they would do like a 30-minute or one-hour uh, TV show. So I saw them on TV. That would have been like 1953 to 55, somewhere in there. Uh, and then there was, I wanted you to talk also about uh, the Houston television stations that mm-hmm. had local TV music mm-hmm. programming. But my, in, my, in my memory, there stuck, there was a woman, a country bluegrass singer, um, and she had a local program that came on before or after Flat and Scruggs. Mm. And she had a little jingle that she sang and played when she came on. And if you'll indulge me, I'll sing a little bit of that. Go right ahead. You need a guitar? <laughs> no, that's all right. Okay. But it would, she would go, my name is Cousin Tooney, and I like mountain music when it's played by the Dixie Rebel Band. Mm-hmm. 
That's good. So what what shows, TV shows, did you see? Well, uh, growing up, Mickey Gilly had a had a local program. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just you, you had several that were out there. A lot of those were just right here in the Houston Houston Texas area that we picked up on an antennae on top of your house. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We put no cable. If, if you had trouble getting it to come in very good, you'd put aluminum foil around the. Well, actually, ours we had ours on a, a mass pole outside, so oh, okay. you'd actually have to go out there and turn the mass pole. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, it was not a mechanical thing; it was more of a uh, a human thing. Yeah, yeah. To go out there well, Mickey there. Gilly became quite quite famous. Oh, he's big. Well, there's some local guys that were just kind of mainly local guys. Utah Carl was was big. I mean, and here's a funny story, and I think maybe I told this once before. I don't know if I did or not, but but I like it. Tell it. Uh, when I was growing up, we used to watch Utah Carl, and a lot of times he would do his show from this furniture store in Alvin, Texas. And it was so funny. Mom and Daddy and, and, and of course, all of us would watch that. We'd see Utah uh, there at the uh, furniture store. He would do the commercial for the furniture store. So we assumed he lived at the furniture store. So one Sunday afternoon, I got home from church, and Daddy goes, we're going down to see Utah Carl and see if we can't get some get a good deal on some furniture from Utah. So we drove to Alvin, Texas. And he wasn't? He was not there. No. It, it was a funny story. And I don't know why I remember this, but they ask, is Utah in? And the guy goes, well, no, he's not here today. <laughs> That's all he could say. Thought he sold his furniture. Yeah. Yeah. but Mattress no. Mac kind of thing. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't think Mattress sings, though, does he? Well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do now, some now, wait, wait, wait a minute now, before we go too far on that. So where you were at in Kentucky, where you grew up, right? Is this Tennessee. correct? Tennessee. All right, I Tennessee. Up. I lived well, in Kentucky just twice. A, just a state over. What were some of the shows that you grew up with? I actually don't remember watching, like, the uh, Wilburn Brothers, Porter Wagoner uh, show, uh, those kind of TV shows. I don't remember watching them until um, uh, until later, and and watching those uh, they weren't network shows, and I, I think well, we that's, and that's what I was getting at the regional programming that was maybe from a local TV station. Yeah, and it was not maybe big country stars, but it was like the Utah Carl guy. Okay, from down here. What would have been some of the people up there? Do you remember any of those? Yes, I remember. I remember the Rhodes family. There was uh, Slim Rhodes and uh, <laughs> and Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes and Slim Rhodes. That's a good one. <laughs> and who was the comedian? Speck Rhodes. Speck Rhodes. Okay. Yeah. Speck Rhodes became on the uh, Porter Wagner show. He did. He, he became did. the unfunny comedian. He was very unfunny. He'd get uh, on the phone and talk to Sadie. Sadie. Yeah. And uh, but but those brothers, uh, one played the fiddle, one played the guitar. Speck played the bass, mm -hmm. uh, and they had a local Memphis, Tennessee um, TV show. That is funny. Well, you know, a lot of programming that happened on Saturday night, as we were talking about earlier, that we used to gather around uh, Porter Wagner. We'd watch uh, the Wilburn Brothers. We'd watch uh, Jim Ed Brown hosted a program as well. And oh, uh, yes, he did. Yeah. 
<laughs> the funny thing after the country, uh, after all of these country shows were on, there were 30 minute programs. So there was probably, I don't know, they started at, I don't know, seven o'clock and they went till about 10 o'clock. Yeah. So there was a lot of them. But the funny thing was what followed all of those country shows? Guess. Can you guess what followed those country shows on TV? Uh, religious programming? No. Wrestling. Wrestling. Yes. Wrestling on a Saturday night. Yes. Yeah, it here. should have been spelled different. There's a wrestling word, W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G. There is, yeah. But wrestling, I guess, is R-A-S-S-L-I-N. It's a country thing, I think. Yeah. You know, what are y'all doing tonight? We're watching wrestling on TV. Yeah. You know, so that's what we did after, now, after the country. In Tennessee, we were the first family in the – I was in a farming community. And uh, we were the first family that had a TV. So people would gather around our house on Wednesday nights – and Friday nights to watch uh, the boxing matches. Oh, yeah. And uh, the sponsors for one of them was Gillette Blue Blades, and the sponsor <laughs> for the other one was Pep's Blue Ribbon Beer. Uh, PBR. Yeah. Wow. You know, we just so happened we've got a, we've got a clip here from the Porter Wagner Show, and the guest on that program was none other than Roger Miller. My special guest this week is a gentleman that I think everyone in country music loves because he really is a country boy at heart. He worked in Nashville for a long time, went on to much bigger things on network shows and is one of the busiest people in the industry. And we are really thrilled and delighted to have him drop in and visit our show. Roger Miller, let's make him laugh. Roger, we are really tickled to have you come by, and uh, I want to explain before we go too far in the show that you have been flying for all night last night and just got in today, and uh, he was... You ain't as drunk or something? No, No, on the plane, on the airplane. On the plane, yes. And uh, so... This is the humor part here. We're we're working up here without a net, you know. he, he told me a while ago, he said, now I'm a little squirrely because we did, uh, you know, fly in. Where's my tree? But, <laughs> but we are really tickled to have you. And, Thank uh, you. You've been on so many the big network shows. And, yes. And are a uh, great entertainer. And uh, Just treat me like you would any other great man. I mean, <laughs> Thank you, Porter. Porter, I, I watch your show. I sit out in Los Angeles a lot. I don't work much. Because I'm, I'm squirrely, you know. I live in a tree, and I'm hard to find. <laughs> no. But, but uh, I watch a show out there, and I, I'm tired of it, really. But... <laughs> I, lo- I love your show. It's a good show. It's an honest show, and uh, I think the biggest mistake of your life was putting Mel Tillis on it. Do, do you... <laughs> and that's a lie. You know, yeah, they know you're kidding. You know, another big thrill that you gave all of the wagon masters and I was. Uh, and your Learjet flew up to the northern part of California and surprised us one night on one of our road shows. And surprised we, me. I was heading for Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a big time that night. <laughs> yeah, we really did. Oh, yeah. How about uh, getting you to sing something? Oh, or no, no. Do I, something, I, Hoss. All right. I, I've lost them. Let How me, about let me, <laughs> let me have the stool there. Okay. Mm, right in all the right. face. Hmm. We've got the... We've got 45 minutes left, counting the news and everything. Oh, well, I can do the news. Have I been on too long? <laughs> no, man, just go ahead. Do whatever you want. I'd like to sing, have I been awake too long? No. <laughs> awake. Here's a song I wrote one day while driving across the state of Texas. It's called a little song I wrote one day while driving across the state of Texas. That 
is so funny. Roger Miller, one and only. Oh, man. But there was a lot of other programming out there. We talked about this earlier. Network programming, big stuff, like the Johnny Cash show that was on. Uh, you remember watching that, I bet, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, Jimmy Dean had a big show. I remember Cash having, uh, and maybe uh, Glenn Campbell did also. Campbell had a, what was it called? The Good, the, the good Time Hour. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh, they would have Merle Haggard on there mm-hmm. to get Haggard to do impersonations. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, Glenn Campbell did have Haggard on there to do impersonations. And uh, there were two people that he was doing an impersonation that while he was singing, impersonating that artist, the artist happened to be there and walked out. Right. Uh, who were those two artists? Buck Owens and Johnny Cash. That's exactly right. Yep. You win the. I win the. I win the prize. You win the Corvette. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> cool. Or something like that. Yeah. That's what they used to say. A little bitty toy car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, Johnny Cash and Glenn Campbell, those were the two big ones on the networks. Jimmy Dean early, but that was an early show. That was a, I don't, I don't, I vaguely remember it because the only reason I remember it is because it had one of the Jim Henson Muppets on there, uh, Ralph. And, uh, yeah, that was, I don't know what, what that was, early 60s maybe? Something you know, like that, vaguely. I don't at all take issue with your comment that Campbell and Cash were, the, were big. Mm. Uh, but there was one that I would think commercially was much more successful than both of those two put together because of how long it ran. Mm. And that yeah. was Hee Haw. Hee Haw, you're right. But, you know, here's a funny story about that. I, I don't know the particulars on it, but Hee Haw aired on the CBS network somewhere around 67, 68, I think it was. It lasted two years on the network. It was canceled by CBS, went on to be syndicated, and lasted for... 13 years, I think. Oh, a long time. Yeah. A long time. I I, I really... I I understand the point of Purist Mm -hmm. uh, about taking the song seriously. I remember I was doing a show one time, and uh, the uh, promoter came up to me and said... You know, you need to be uh, smiling while you're while you're on stage. And I said, you know, I'm singing a lot of songs about a poor old boy struggling with drinking too much and his heart's broken. Mm-hmm. And you want me to be giving a big old grin? Uh, uh, I, I said, uh, I, my facial expressions have to do with what I'm trying to project in the song that I'm singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we think, and how does that apply to Hee I, I think it kind of does. I think people who love country music, what more than the jokes, um, what they enjoyed was the the guest artist that came on there and sang the wonderful co- country song, mm-hmm. and the guys enjoyed all the pretty girls on there too. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like I told you. I think we were talking about this earlier. I said that show was. Would have been okay, okay? It would have been okay with stars like Waylon and I think Willie Nelson, maybe George Strait was on there. I remember that. Conway Twitty, he was a returning guest a lot. You know, and that show would have been okay with those stars, but man, when you put those hee-haw honeys on that porch, ooh, doggies. Ooh, doggies. Ooh, doggies, man, I tell you. They were healthy looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the one of the great programs that that I remember watching was the Wilburn Brothers. And here's a funny side note on that. 
And um, if you you can you folks out there listening, you can go on YouTube and pull up this clip that we're about to play, and you'll see that the Wilburn brothers had a mailbox. I don't know if they really pulled it out of the mailbox or not, but anyway, they would have cue cards with the guest stars on it and that kind of thing. And I think I heard Johnny Russell talking about this, and I'm, you know, I may be just a little bit vague on it, but Johnny Russell was the guy who made the cue cards before he was Johnny Russell, before he was had written the songs that he wrote. He was just at, working at the studio. He was working, uh, yeah, at the studio. And uh, he wrote these cue cards, and, and that was his, his gig there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought well, it was too. So, Wilburn Brothers, where were they from, and where did they get their start? I do not know. They were from Arkansas, and because of its proximity to Shreveport, Louisiana, they actually got their start on the Louisiana Hayride, along with Elvis Presley. Presley was on there, and then when he started making it big, while Colonel Parker came down and bought out his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, when Hank Sr. was fired from the Grand Ole Opry, he came to the Louisiana Hayride. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's just... Trivia that'll get you nowhere. Well, I knew that you knew. <laughs> That's why I said I don't know. Because I wanted you to have the starlight on oh, that deal Oh, bless your heart. I know it, man. You're I so sweet. You. Well, you know what bless your heart means, right? What does it mean? You goofball. <laughs> you knew better. But there was a lot of, lot of programming out there, like I said, the Wilburn Brothers. and I'm going to play this clip right here. Good. Uh-oh, trouble's back in town. And welcome to another fun-filled half hour of great country music on the Wilburn Brothers Show with Loretta Lynn, Harold Morrison, our special guest Roy Acuff, and bashful brother Oswald. And now, here they are, two of your favorite Grand Ole Opry stars, the Wilburn Brothers. Thank you, Robert. She's all hung up on you. She'll do what you want her to. All right. You know, all of those four mentioned have have passed. Yes. But Buck Trent, who was uh, the lead musician on banjo and guitar for many years Mm -hmm. for Porter, he's still living, and he He lives in Branson and still plays shows. And he's good. Yes. He's still good. Well, uh, did did we mention TV shows in the the home of country music, Nashville, Tennessee? We I don't think we talked about uh, the Grand Ole Opry. That was a big one. Yeah, that they and did that was a Saturday night. That was a TV show for a while. That. Yeah, it was. And yeah. a man by the name of Ralph Emery. Ralph Emery was big. Had one. Yeah. What did he call his shows? Well, you know, he had Pop Goes the Country, which was uh, kind of a program that was local to the uh, Nashville, Tennessee area for a while, and then it became. A syndicated show, yes, which we saw it down here in Texas yes. as I was growing up. I remember that vaguely. Yeah. But what really was big when they had a network called the Nashville Network, yes. TNN. That was a big deal. Is that still? That is no longer. No That's longer. gone. Yeah. Been gone for quite some time now. Okay. But that was a big deal because it was nothing but programming that dealt with country music. Yes. Uh, even a game show called Fandango, and guess oh. who the host was? Bill Anderson. Wow. Isn't it neat? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Now, there's some trivia that you'll get you nowhere. That's great. You uh, you won up me there. I did. Yeah. 
Congratulations. Uh, there, there was the show at night that uh, Ralph Emery uh, hosted. It was called Nashville Now. He had all the big country stars come in. Uh, Waylon, and I remember this one, uh, Waylon Jennings and Hank Jr. were on uh, the same night. Now, that's a, that's a big bill right there. I've seen that. You yep. can find that on YouTube. Yes. That's there, there were Dale Reeves had a show. He did. Red Foley had a show. We, I love name dropping. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Country Jim never had a network syndicated TV show. Close, <laughs> close. <laughs> I'm on the Big Show though. You are. Hey, let's take a break, folks. You can listen to the Big Show on all major podcasting platforms such as Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. And just remember, you can support the podcast by following us and hitting the link below. Don't forget to share it with everybody that you know. And we want to thank all you folks for uh, being with us on yes. this uh, show. I thought this was kind of an interesting, yes, interesting show. Something that we have talked about for quite some time about wanting to do. Yes, it was a trip down nostalgia lane for me. Um, yep. Remembering the oh yeah good times, watching my favorite music on television. Absolutely. Well, we'll see you folks on another one. Adios. Thanks for listening to the Big Show. With Andy Gallo and Country Jam. This has been a Unicap Media presentation.